ready to roll? Yeah. It's your show, man. All right, let's do it. Welcome to Beers with Nigel. I'm your host, Nigel. Next to me is the co-host, or what? Do you, what's your title these days? I don't want a title. He doesn't want a title. That's Nick. We've got a damn very, fool. Actually, we decided damn, that pre-show. Damn, damn fool. Damn fool. <laughs> We've got a very special guest on the show. It's Des Jones, home brewer, uh, awesome woman. She brews some badass shit. She's got some great news to share. Apparently, we don't know everything that to, we we need to know about her. So we're gonna find that out. Welcome, Woo-hoo. Des. How are you, babe? Uh, thank you for having me on the show. This is awesome. Well, thanks for being here. I, I want to jump in. Let's get to the good news. Uh, well, shit. Let's um, unwrap the present. Yeah, uh, tell, tell us <laughs> tell us your good news, please. The good news is that I have accepted a position with Torn Label uh, as their assistant brewer. I'll be helping Travis and Lemos around Torn Label uh, with just production and learning the ropes of you know using a big system to make my beer for the first time ever. I've done a few beers with Brie over at right. Big Rip, right. but uh, the system at Torn Labels much bigger. Isn't that crazy when you go, you mess around on one, you go to another, you're like, oh shit, this is different. <laughs> I mean, it's all very uh, new to me um, from her setup to Travis's setup, just because, you know, I am a home brewer and just within the last couple of years, I got a keg system. And so I've just been doing it very small and a keg system only has two taps. And so I've been doing extract beers for the last six years. So yeah, working with grain and the few extra steps that that takes on a bigger system, plus a bunch of other stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's uh, so much to learn and take in. And it's pretty exciting, actually. So yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that is fantastic. That is, that is now four, we counted up, four female four, brewers, yeah, yeah, yeah. pro brewers in Kansas City. Yeah, and you're, that's the, so cool. you're the first. You're the first one of color, which is really historic because that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I'm, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I'm really I mean, into that. You know. Yeah, I mean, because you know, as much as we talk about on the show about diversity, it's, it's that's fucking historic. I mean, there's never been a professional blue, a brewer of color in Kansas City. It's never happened. Um, that's true. That's true, and I. Uh, Hope that I do the community proud, and I hope that I'm just a foot in the door for everybody right. else that's interested in this as well, because it's a lot of fun. And you know, I always tell people if you like cooking, you might want to try making beer because it's pretty similar. That's what I told him. He doesn't. Yeah, believe it. I, I don't. Buy, I don't buy that. Like I love to cook. <laughs> I don't bake because there's a lot of math involved and rules. And brewing same. seems like the same thing: math and rules. Well, brewing is it's a fun little, uh, I think, duality of both. You know, I like cooking like you. I love all the savory parts of cooking. Uh, I love, bar- I love uh, grilling, barbecuing, smoking. I'm not a fan of bacon either because it is all precise science. Now, there is science in making beer, but man, oh, yeah. you can make beer without it too. You can make really simple beer, really not having to worry about it much and you know what when you're doing certain aspects of the brew there isn't science involved it's just like you got to get it up to a certain temperature and hold it there and everything in between that is kind of you know but yeah there is science involved i don't think it's as strict as you can make it though well i'm gonna ask this question because i haven't asked this one before so so i learned to cook by Okay, what's in the cupboard? Right, my mom. My I was raised sure. by a single mother. She sure. worked a lot, right? So I learned. I learned how to cook. Of okay, what's in the pantry? It's what like, are we making for dinner? It's like being sure. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
You're poor. I don't think I can. I, I can agree with that. That's, that's what I don't we know. Did. That, I don't know that I'm allowed to do that. Uh, but can you do that with beer? Can I just say, you know what? I like these flavors. I'm going to throw them all in. I think to some degree you can, but again, like I said, there becomes a certain point within brewing where you have to be precise. Like when you're doing the wort boil and you're, you know, timing it down from the, for the 90 minute boil to the 45 to the 30 to the 15, there, there's structure within there, but I think you can get wild with beer too. And that's the fascinating part for me. Cause as a, you know, home chef, you know, that's been the most fun thing about learning how to cook and do it well is okay, well, I learned that recipe. What can I do to make it my own now? So right. yeah, you can follow the rules till you understand your blueprint and then see where you can bleed out a little bit from there. All right, that gives me a little bit of hope. Well, one of She's the first one in 13 episodes. She's the first one to give me hope. Well, the, one of my goals is to get him on a brew day just so he can see, oh, there you go. That's a beautiful beer. Isn't she pretty? Tell the people what you're drinking. That is beautiful. This is City Barrel's Raspberry Lime Sherbet. It is a fruited double Berliner Weiss ale. Shout out to uh, City Barrel because that thing is fire. This thing makes my world go round. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. They're Such really a good they're, beer. they're really kind to us, and they drop off beer sometimes and bring us little treats. And this was one of them. I'm very they're, they're, very they're happy awesome to dudes. get a part of this. They're yeah, awesome. That's awesome kind of the dudes. cool thing about the the brewery community is it seems like everybody's kind of sharing. It's Trying, competitive, yeah. but you're also playing off of each other yeah. and like, hey, check yeah. out this weird thing I just did. Yeah. So yeah, Des, I, I really like. Yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say I really like that their um, their variety at City Barrel. You know, right. I mean, sure they're doing a lot of like specific things here and there, but they get wild with it. They do yeah. a lot of out of the box stuff. So two two fold question. How did the, I know you work, you work over there at uh, um, Torn Label, mm -hmm. uh, beer tending. Um, yes. How did that come about that they, they were like, hey, we want you to be assistant brewer. And okay. second, second question is, how does that make you feel? You know, what's, what's your emotions about that situation? So the first one, how, how that, how'd this come about? I've been there in the tap room for two years. And, you know, when I was hired, I was hired uh, by the sales guy who works there. And he's also in the tap room as well. Uh, Thomas, he had been hitting me up for a few years after I started home brewing, asked if I was interested. I already had another job and I was like, well, yeah, but I already have this job. He was like, well, you know, keep us in mind, yada, yada, yada. We're not really hiring now. Anyways, push come to shove. Uh, I finally get hired there, uh, two years ago. And, you know, my conversations were always centered around like, yeah, I love pouring beer. I love talking about beer. I love people. But, man, what I really want to – I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to learn under Travis, too, because that guy is a machine. He's putting out really great, consistent beers, and um, I like his pathway. Um, not necessarily the beers that I would brew at his level, but I like his uh, – I like his uh, consistency for uh, really solid quality beers over, you know, something that might be more popular or whatever. Um, and just like he does get out of the box a lot as well. He does an incredible stouts. Imperial stouts are wonderful there. Uh, but uh, uh, Alex Moss was the assistant brewer there forever since I was there or whatever. And uh, when he left, he went to BKS. That opened up a whole... And I 
you know, I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, you guys. If you need any help, you know, right. maybe I'm over here, right. you know, waiting for that to happen. And, you know, uh, they gave me the nod. And then, you know, a couple months later, I was offered the job. So well, good on you for raising your hand, too. Right. For sure. Right, I'm, right I'm here. Always, yeah. Hey, right. I'm not, you know, and I didn't expect to get it. I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty sure they had tons of way more uh, talented, uh, resume driven folk that, you know, could have easily slid in there and, made home for themselves but i'm happy they chose me well shout yeah. out to them yeah. for doing that because that's yeah. fucking huge it is it's you know massive. i mean if you know if you uh, don't 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 talk about it be about it you know what i'm saying Absolutely. if you want craft beer to be diverse fucking do something just yeah, saying and, you know <laughs> i you know i think as people i don't want to say just women but i think people in general in the world sometimes you're kind of just taught from a very young age you know you can work hard to get what you want, you know, don't go begging for anything that no one gets handouts, yada, yada, yada. But I also believe in speaking up for yourself. If you think, Oh, you're absolutely. Definitely step into the plate and I'm ready to swing, you know? So when you got the job, what were your emotions? I, uh, my niece, my, uh, 13 year old niece, I was, she was, she was at my house. I'd, she'd been with me for a few days. I've been babysitting her on and off this summer while she's been up here from Kentucky. Um, but I went back home to her and we had a feast and I was pumped. I called my mom and dad immediately. Like I, I've never, honestly in my life in 42 years uh, and then 22 years working, I've never had a promotion that just blew my mind on from the level of like, Holy shit. I'm, I'm okay. Am I allowed to cuss? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm out of cuss like three minutes ago. Hell yes. Uh, but yeah, I've just never had a job that I, I guess had enough of my heart in it. And if you know, you ever get to experience that as a human being, I highly recommend it to, uh, to have someone see your value and come and get it from you. And that's, it's one of the best feelings in the world. You know, it's like, it's, it was truly an honor, honestly, to be asked to, learn underneath these guys uh i will be taking all the notes i'll tell you what <laughs> i think that's i think that's a pretty awesome thing both both for you to be recognized right and they saw some mm -hmm. talent in your your place there but also you got to feel a little proud that you you did raise your hand because i think that's a that's a tough thing for a lot of people to yeah. learn is you know really successful people create their luck too right true and uh you know being shot down shouldn't be a uh, discouragement right um uh, but i also looked out with honestly like I can't stress like how much of a wonderful tight knit, like family uh, work environment that I am blessed to have That's over cool. at Torn Label. All those guys, all those gals, every single one of them is just, has been solid people to me before being a solid coworker, you know, like every single person I know that works there is just, so cool and i'm so blessed to have that job i don't care if i was in a mail room sorting mail with those guys they would just be wonderful people to show up to every day and work it's just yeah that's, that's beautiful yeah so hey, i didn't really I, I didn't feel too much uh pressure i mean i'm not saying that there wasn't any because you know you're cool with people and all but i mean trying to step into that position is you know it takes a little bit of nerve and uh but yeah I, they welcomed me with open arms and never made me feel awkward about asking like who are you you know <laughs> <laughs> before we move on um we've got this one uh watcher listener uh junior 
You've already shouted out what beer you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Junior, I'm drinking uh, Stockyard Cerveza Royale. What are you drinking? I've got uh, Diametrics. Oh, my bad. So Labels uh, upside down. That's for you, Junior. Shout out, homeboy. <laughs> so is he, is he the one that was calling us out for not he's gonna be thrilled with shouting him out no he comes he comes to he comes to windshift all the time he comes to diametric it's a huge beer guy he's a great awesome dude but he's like yo y'all need to tell me what y'all drinking so i can go get it we got you son (laughs) got you i think we're we're on four episodes in a row where we've listed yeah our beers so we're he appreciates appreciates we're trying this is episode four of all uh, this is 13 right yeah this is 13 Ooh, lucky number 13 yeah there you go that's you that's you i love that hey let's let's back up a little bit how did you how did you get into was that a burp it was it was weak next time next time there you go next time be like hey or just bourbon you know just yeah just do it loud (laughs) say you're proud i tried no that's all you got you got a three out of ten <laughs> what's, what's your story? How'd you? Um, well, we before, always, you, before you get to the homebrew part, what was your first craft beer? Because this is what we laugh about: is uh, you know, craft beer wasn't called craft; it was called premium. You remember the bottles with the foil? Well, I was born in '77, so okay, that, the foil was around in the '80s. Absolutely. So I, uh, you know, I didn't start drinking until you know '90s when I went to high school because you know I was that kid, but allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, but I mean, I didn't have really good beer. Screw that. That's a long story. The first craft, technically craft beer that I had was Steamboat Anchor out of San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, this is way different than Keystone. Light. I put my hand out. He tried to hand me a glass. Hand me the I beer. Oh, that. I didn't know, yeah. <laughs> you tried to okie doke me. <laughs> I thought he was giving me more beer. <laughs> and it's not time for beer yet. You're, you're fine. <laughs> So can people see us? Yeah, yeah, we're on okay. Vimeo and, yeah. and okay. all of your favorite podcast apps. I'm gonna give a little. I'm gonna give a little plug here, Nigel. Yeah, well, maybe it. maybe I should like put this on my uh, my face space for this. You can also now. Is there you, like a? Link you can yell can at Alexa and tell her to play the Beers with Nigel podcast, yeah. and it'll work. What yeah. I saw that you guys came up on my i uh, my iPodcast or whatever. I yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Really we're all over the place. We're all over. Hey, look, <laughs> Nigel's gonna take over the world. That's the plan. This is this is world beer domination in yes. the beginning, right? Yes. Here. Look, when we got the drinking partners to laugh at our jokes last episode. Look, I almost quit. That's like the golf shot, yeah. man. <laughs> the comedians laughed. Yeah, they're, they're, they're comedians and they're beer lovers. And they've done how many episodes of their podcast? 300? They're nearing 300. Wow, we that's were, awesome. It was cool that they came on, but it was even cooler that they laughed at our stupid jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to pretend it wasn't pity. No, it, was, it wasn't pity jokes. I, I, I listened to the episode. That was real laughter. <laughs> you went to make sure? I did. I did. I lost that. There we go. Okay. Eh, I'll, I'll do well, that. How'd you, how'd you get into homebrewing? Let's go with that. Um, homebrewing, I, I was working for Beer KC. So I worked at Beer Kitchen for three years, roughly. And uh, through work, working there, part of your job as whatever part of the house you're in, other than cook, um, you have to go to at least one beer class a month. And that, really? beer, that, yeah, that beer class can last for, you know, anywhere from a half an hour to an hour, just depends on how many beers you're drinking. But it was, <laughs> they made it fun for us. They, like they gave podcast. us beers. They gave us food. They walked us through all the styles of beer. After about a year and a half of being there, 
I saw their stylist roll back over to one. So I went through all the different styles of beer that they could show me in a year and a half, going right. to a class every single month. And uh, you do a lot of tests when you work for that company, uh, just because they want you to know your, your business. And uh, honestly, I got into beer because I was reading and drinking beer at the same time. And I was like, this has got to be this has got to be easy to make. I can do this. <laughs> I want to make this, you know, and I would be drinking beer like, man, this would be so much better if fill in the blank. And I had the same reaction when I first started uh, breakdancing as a kid or DJing as a kid, you know, I'd be like, oh yeah, sure that DJ's playing those two tracks together, but really sound a lot better with electric boogaloo instead. <laughs> so so, so yeah. you're, you're a creative I, yeah, I definitely, I definitely have an itch to scratch when it comes to putting my stamp on anything that I love already. I love it. I love it. Well, let's get, let's go back to breakdancing. I mean, look, mm. well, well, let's we're go. the same generation here, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. I used to teach breakdancing. I used to teach a dance class in Dallas when I lived down there in the early nineties or mid to late nineties. Where did you uh, live I graduated, in Dallas? I graduated high school in 95 and then I was in Dallas uh, pretty much after that till 99. What part of Dallas? Oh man, I lived all over that metroplex. I lived in uh, I lived in Deep Ellum. I lived in Little Mexico. Oh, right I lived uh, out in uh, Plano, Denton, Arlington, yep. Grand Prairie, U. Yep. I lived all That is all over. Yeah, I lived in McKinney, Grand Prairie, Grand Arlington, Prairie. Plano. I lived in Grand Prairie. Yeah, I lived in Grand yeah, Prairie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, family. I used to date a girl out there. Really? Yeah, first girlfriend ever. Oh, nice. Sorry. It lasted. So <laughs> <laughs> now people have to watch the video just for that look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, They'll never figure it out. So give us, kind of give us your background. You know, we learned right before we started that you're, you're a musician. What else do yeah. you do? And what, do you, what, you, what instruments do you play? When I was seven, I started playing the violin and I played through high school. Um, I taught myself the guitar, piano, drums. I took band class and took drums for a while. I took trombone for a while, clarinet. I got sick of band, stuck with uh, orchestra. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but band was too simplistic for me. No um, pun intended. Every, in, every instrument <laughs> that I learned in uh, band class, I played for six to 10 months and I would quit and start another instrument, but keep the instrument that I just spent 10 months learning and then continue to teach myself after that. Damn. So, yeah. Jealousy is uh, about to yeah, rear its head here. I'm already jealous. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, you're too talented for this show? No, <laughs> We're going to have to move on. <laughs> oh, boy, wow. Uh, you know, don't, don't feel bad. You know, I'm sure I make less money than you. Creative doesn't equal <laughs> I beg to differ. I'm waiting so. on that part. I'm waiting on all this creative talent to make me millions. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> you know, the one thing I remember about Dez, I remember hip hops yes. and what was that beer that you made? Because the first the time first I had your beer, I, which one? The first one or the second one? Both. It was probably the second one. The first one I made was uh, just a straightforward Belgian wit. Uh, put some coriander, extra coriander in there. And that was about it. Um, and then the second beer I made uh, was that banana wheat 
Yeah. Inspired. That banana weed. That was a freakish beer. I don't even know. And I, it was one of those beers that I made it, and I was like, when I went to taste it, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Who made this? this Nick, it was great. one of those deals. Was, it, was this a home, a homebrew? Yes. Yeah, I expected it to be complete trash. No, yeah. it was one of those deals. I was like, it was a, was it, the, it was a, the first hip-hops, wasn't it? It was a second. Was it? First, yeah, first hip-hops was a Belgian wit. Second was a banana weed and then the third was the peach colch okay the peach colch was fire too but yeah. i remember the banana beer i'm like y'all need to get over here and get this beer you did you were like running around telling people to come to my tent i was like, like oh, y'all yeah. need to get this well, you, know, you know nigel's I was pretty so quiet drunk and there was like a line i had to work i was yeah. like <laughs> plus woody woody puts uh hold on one second i'm gonna go look at this beer because I, I kept one nice <laughs> i think that's our first walkout well, those guys walked around last week, so there's that. Well, that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ed so walked and walked inside. So that's true. That. So Madhouse Brewing couldn't, for some reason, make it down that second year that I did it. Right. And so Woody gave me, like, two cases of their beer and was like, sample it out for everybody. I kept this. He's going to be so jealous when he oh, sees it. Oh, I remember this. that beer. It was <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, and it's like a 2000, uh, 2018, so nice. she's bad. I'm still waiting on it. What you mean? You, you, you had a, an occasion to break that motherfucker open. <laughs> I'm waiting for like the perfect Christmas and the perfect bonfire. Okay. All right. All right. So what this was your celebration beer? What did you celebrate with the other uh, day? I drank uh, a Cerveza Crew Crew Goes. From whom? Which I think is like a $50 beer, a $50 12 ounce. I kept the, I kept the bottle if you want me to go get it. Uh, yeah, go get it. I want to see what that fire. is. But we'll let well, that way Junior can know. That way, yeah, because Junior's Junior's got to know. We're gonna get him on the show one of these days. I think we should just keep him, just like make him nervous. <laughs> I don't know you, Junior. I'm sorry. You would love Junior. He's a badass dude. <laughs> so, it's a Mexico City brewery. Cool ass bottle. That label is fantastic. A... How'd you get that? So again, people always come over to the torn label and drop shit off. To oh, right, right, right. A random right. bottle, a random bottle that sat in there for six months. And I was like, I'm going to take that home. Drink, <laughs> drink it, had my way with it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nigel, I know later. Let's pull that I thought it was really good and looked it up on the internet. Turns out this thing is like 50 bucks for a 12 ounce, 300 wow. for a six pack. So yeah, someone dropped off a nice present and nobody was drinking it. So I took that shit. That's <laughs> awesome. Nice. That's what, well played. Well played. Hey, hey. So so again, going back to your, you know, all these instruments, you think that plays? Because like I said, I've had your beer, and your beer had a lot of depth. You think the fact that you, oh, you. play all these, all these instruments, do all these things, plays into your beer making as well? I hope so. Uh, I've never thought about it like that. I mean, it's probably one of those things as a creative, as as Eckhart Tolle likes to say. If you know who, if you don't know who he is, look him up. He's a badass author. You know, he's like creatives. You know, when you're creative, it just comes out. Sometimes you don't even know you're doing it; it just happens. You know. Well, let's I, see, she cooks, she brews, right? She's a DJ, she's a dancer, yeah. She plays instruments. So I think I, I believe I, the creative is coming out everywhere in, in the beer. Yeah, you just just it's just. <laughs> And the hair going all over the place. Uh, yeah, You're I'm digging the hair. The yeah, <laughs> so, so wild. <laughs> so, have you started um, as the assistant brewer yet? Yes, I started last week. Uh, Travis showed me the ropes uh, 
couple days in a row, we brewed the new Hang'em High, which should be out in about three weeks. Shout out to... Uh, that's going to be awesome. It's like one a of good our beer. flagships. That yeah. We, what we version is it? Like 22 or some 34? shit? 34. Oh, God, Lord. <laughs> have you ever had Hang'em High? I have not. Oh, we have to get... So this is this is Nick. Nick Nick is... He's my, he's my project, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he doesn't know much about... He's more of a bourbon whiskey guy. Ooh, I like bourbon whiskey. I like yeah, so he you know he doesn't know much about craft beer, but I'm coaching him up. And hey, you so, know what? It's an easy, uh, easy thing to be a, a pupil to. You just got to drink it, and yeah, that's about it. Drink it and taste it and think about it. That's the perfect Philo- segue. It's like philosophy, man. That's the perfect segue. Well, look, so, look, I just never know. paid attention before. This, <laughs> this is the mystery beer bag. I see that. Shout out to Tony Medina because he stole this from the golf course. Bro, so, I see the golf clubs on it. I was like, yeah, so yeah, he didn't believe me when he first brought that up. I'm like, what course did you steal that? From? I didn't. I didn't. Get like, it. I don't know. I don't know where it came so from. So I, I, I grabbed two or three beers per week or per show, and it's shit Nick has never had. So you know, most of the time, you you want to you want a paper you want a paper bag first. We go old school brown paper bag. Well, okay. When he says old school, I pulled out brown paper bags last episode, last week, and they were from Sprouts. So right. I'm not sure how old school right, we're gonna the go, organic store is. We're gonna go new school. What's that bag? What do we got? Here's the first mystery beer. What you got there? What do we got here? Well, diametric again. Bad math. Sour India Pale Ale. So, Des, you have to understand, 13 episodes ago, he didn't like sours. Really? I hear that a lot. I hear that He's all all grown up. (laughs) Well, I don't want to admit it. He's all grown up. You uh, did you start him out on like sequential or something like that? Hell no, I I probably, I probably hit him with a uh, with a bourbon barrel, you know, stout or some shit, <laughs> just to because <laughs> I know he likes whiskey. So, sure. well, and, I, and we've talked about it before. And I I am always going to gravitate to the stouts first. Yes, because because that's I mean, in my experience, my friends who like liquor but don't like claim they don't like beer, they like the imperial. I'll, I'll hit them. Yeah, I hit them with a you know barley wine or something like that. Now, to be fair, I've never said I don't like beer. I, I mean, that's true. I just didn't pay attention to what that's I was true. drinking. That's true. <laughs> well, that, that's good. I okay. That's like, how I drink beer. Yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of people said. I didn't care at all about beer till I learned to care about my palate. And I was in my right. 30s before that happened. I got a job when I was like 29 at Brio. And through working for them, I learned about wine. And I learned about, you know... No profile is wrong. No palate is wrong. Right. You taste what you taste. What you taste. Some people get snobby about that, but I'm like, eh, if he tastes yeah. garden hose, he tastes garden hose. Whatever. <laughs> uh, we were going yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but through wine and learning about my own palate and learning about my own likes and dislikes, as far as like how to consume alcohol on a connoisseur level versus just like, yeah. hey, you know, it's Friday night. Have that's some good. Yeah, let's get fucked up. up. Right. Yeah. yeah say, well, that's say. that's yeah, Nigel on a Tuesday night. <laughs> No. Or Tuesday. Right. You guys get some tacos today or no? That's after. Okay. Yeah. Right, then we okay. get some tacos after. Fair so what's, are you from, where are you from? Are you from Kansas City? Uh, I've been here since I was 21. So, so you're not. Yeah. So technically no. you're not. No. I'm where not. were you before that? Dallas? I was born in Kentucky. To, oh, what part? Uh, Fort Campbell. Like military? Yeah, so my dad's military, and gotcha. we moved around my whole life. We yeah, moved same, around, same here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he got stationed in 
Norman, Oklahoma. And I've <laughs> been there. Yep. I just live in Oklahoma City. I love Oklahoma. I know uh, it's a little tiny town, but some of the best people I know are there. Oh, absolutely. So I graduated from there and went straight down to Dallas because I wanted to be cool. And oh, you went to OU? No, I didn't go to college until I was in my 30s. Oh, you graduated from where, though? High school. Like in what high school? Norman, Norman High School? Norman oh, right on. Yeah. My, my, look, fun fact. I think she, she, she might have been. She's the coach at, at Oklahoma right now, Sherry Cole. She was the coach okay. at, at Norman High, I think, or one of those Norman. You know, Norman got 50-11 high schools, so I don't know which one it was. But well, that's they, a shit ton, by the way. Yeah, it's a shit ton. Well, their, their high school situation is different. <laughs> they do uh, ninth and 10th grade high school. And yeah. High school for 11th and 12th, and then they have, like, two of each. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, well, you know, that's Oklahoma, but it's a good weird. There you go. It's, it, it's, it's a good weird. <laughs> now I'm outnumbered. I can't make fun of Oklahoma. Well, Normally I'd make fun of you in Oklahoma, but I can't. He makes, he makes fun of St. Louis. Fun I, well, you'll, you'll never stop me from making fun of St. Louis. Des, what do you think of... Uh, I love making uh, fun of St. Louis, too. <laughs> their food scene... I like is, her. Their food scene is on fucking point, but the rest of that city can suck a butt, bro. I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah, you and, you, you and Nick uh, are friends. Well, look, come on. St. Louis style pizza is not real. It isn't. And you know, they're, they're rebuilding. They're bringing, okay, so they already closed down. They already came here and tried their luck and sucked, got closed down. And now they're reopening and emos on rainbow. And like, uh, <laughs> well, and did you see, is it Minsky's that's going to try to do a, a St. Louis style pizza? Well, hopefully like they get the cracker crust thing better because I don't like the cracker crust. But I Why do you want stale pizza. cardboard? Bro, it's not even that. Remember With them fake old cheese. Ass, remember them old ass, super thick, like MRE saltines that your grandmama had? <laughs> yes. That's what the fuck they put that yes. on, bro. Not that, tight. I hope I, I hope I anger all your listeners that, that like emos and St. Louis. Yeah. By like, the way, she's my favorite now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He he was he he was but, he loved with, he was in love with Courtney Service. Now he's in love with you. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, you're freezing up, girl. And she's gone. Uh oh. This is a first. I'm gonna pause. Yeah. This is not sour at all, but it's fan friggin' tastic. No, it's not sour. It's not sour. It's good though. What do we got here? What's that? 6.2%. There we go. We can hear you, but you're, you're still stuck on a weird face. All right. Shit. <laughs> oh, you're back. Uh, no, it's even nope. weirder now. She probably doesn't want to see Oh, it. now you're back. There we go. There, well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get stuck on a weird face. Maybe. <laughs> it was going so well. It really was. And then, I mean, that's 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 the challenge of of not having people not in the studio. in the studio. Yeah, but I think well, look, this this might be the one time that we actually have to edit. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we don't work that hard. Am so, I am I here? I'm back. Yeah, you're good. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> every every five seconds, you're back. Then you freeze. Yeah, you're still. Can you hear us? Hello. Won't you pop out and come back in? Hello. Yeah, if you if you want if you want to sign off and log back in. I'll try that. All right. All right. Well, we're not going anywhere. All right.
internets. Dude, yeah, she well, rocks. You're, you're like, yeah. I, I knew she was going to be good. I mean, aside from the St. Louis part. That's just, that's just like gravy, man. No, that, yeah. <laughs> that seals the deal for you. You don't like St. Louis? <laughs> love you, love your show. <laughs> Look when she said they, they, the rest of them suck a butt. <laughs> that was it. And By just, the way, I think that might be our headline. St. Louis can suck a butt. You should do that. X13, St. Louis can suck a butt. <laughs> it almost looks like we're in the champagne room. There's no sex in the champagne room. We're crying either. So there's, there's, there's that. <laughs> well, look, every, look, every, uh, every privileged white guy of this generation wants to be Chris Rock, right? So that's why we, look, we there's, there's that. <laughs> Welcome back. Whoa, costume change. Hey. hey. Did you change shirts? I got hot. <laughs> Probably why I wasn't working. Well, that's <laughs> you know that's the kind of interview we do. Actually, we 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 make people sweat because yeah. these are hard hitting questions. Yeah, the hardball questions. <laughs> you got me working in here, man. So I was going to ask you, what do you think about? You've been here for, you've seen the the Kansas City beer scene kind of yes. explode. What's your thoughts on what's happened and how it is? And how, I've been to a lot of different cities, and people kind of don't give Kansas City credit. I think it's awesome. What do you think? Well, I've never lived in any other city that had a beer scene uh, that That's I gave a shit, that I gave a shit about. I'm sure Dallas had something going on, but I drank Keystone back then. Light. Back then, they did not. Yeah, so um, I love it. You know, I think it's wonderful. I have, you know, I grew up playing sports. I welcome competition. I love to. Oh. Nice. Hell yeah. Seven. I'll give that a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, she's a tough judge. Yeah, goddamn yeah. tough crowd. Wow. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, I think it's awesome. I love all the, and I think that keeps everyone on their toes. And for the most part, it's very respectful. And you know, when I went to the hip hop's hooray uh, festivals, I felt like I was always receiving the utmost kindest welcome from all those gentlemen you know you, you know why why because you make fucking good beer uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's keep it real think about it if, like, if, you, if, if you make bad beer i'm not gonna say that's terrible i'm gonna right. dump it at the next day right. but, if, but if but if you make good beer i'm you're gonna get the love all right, all right. how many times have you because because i've been drinking with you okay i know how you go okay how many times have you dumped a beer at festivals, um, I will, because I'm very strategic. I, nobody's ever seen me fucking pass out at a festival. I'm not. I'm not get going drunk. out like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I might get you a slight your, buzz. You pace yourself. I pace myself. I mean, literally, with the last festival I went to, um, shout out to other half brewing up the, right before the COVID started. That that pastry town, and it was, it was all pastry stouts, pastries. They were all big beers, and hmm. you could have got. It, I mean, you could have got lit. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> going out like that. Right. I mean, I would take a little sip. That's tasty. I was moving on. No, I, I think I, I'm it's not. smart. Yeah, I think it's smart that most festivals have like shortened their time hours to like three yeah. hours because they know, you know, you get a little cup and you can go taste everyone's beer, even if it's five ounces. Dude, you're getting drunk. Now there's still people who will get, you know, get totally lit, but that's just not that's not my mo. Most of my mo at a beer festival is to at least look at the list and be like, okay, what's the, what's the ones I really want? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, whether it be homebrew or professional. And then I end up inevitably, you know how it goes. I end up talking most of the goddamn time. <laughs> Just talking to people. So do you, do you, you have a plan going in? Yeah. It's a, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a loose plan. 
but it's a plan. Let's let's jump to this because I know I know you have a. Voice. I know I know y'all are bringing me back, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Except we do it at the look, look, look I'm wear a mask. You, yeah, you you had me at they all can suck a butt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he moves into number one status. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm so fond I, I know, of you too. <laughs> I know we've we've bantered this about on social media. You know, the one thing in Kansas City and most cities, you know, and we get into this all the time on the show is about just diversity in craft beer. Obviously, yeah. it's not diverse in Kansas City. It's really not diverse anywhere unless maybe you go to Atlanta. Sure. Um, or some places like that. Sure. What's your, what's your thoughts on, I have my thoughts on what we can do to make it more diverse. I know you have some thoughts. I mean, just hire people of color. Start there. Um, you know. Look, shout out to. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't take. To I, label. Yeah. yeah, I hire people of color. There's plenty of people that I guarantee you that are filling out applications. They're the same people. I mean, but you have to think about our industry in general. So let's put aside making the beer and let's just go to like the tap room. The industry in general, where people are serving alcohol and food isn't really overrun by a lot of black folks in the first place. So I've been in the industry in the city for 20 years, uh, working my way up from like an Applebee's all the way to a rye, you know? Um, as far as, you know, Applebee's corporate, rye, local James Beard award-winning chefs type stuff. Um, that industry alone, I mean, sure there's black folks in it, sure there's people of color in it, but it's not a lot. You don't see a lot of bartenders that are black. You don't see a lot of Latino women that are serving tables at these establishments. So the industry in general just isn't overrun by people of color. Now, then you go to the tap room and give or take whatever, how your tap room is set up. Ours is easy. You know, at this point, we don't have food. We don't have ice cubes. We don't have <laughs> chips. We have tap handles and beer and right. that's it. And people come in there all the time and they're, you know, maybe we have all these children with us. Do you have food? I'm like, no, but you can go to KC Beer Co. and Waldo. They got toys. They got <laughs> food menu for children. Right. Um, just depending on what you are selling, you know, I don't think it really matters because, you know, anyone can pull a tap handle and learn about beer anyone can learn your menu so right. i mean it just to me i mean you just got to hire more people of color you got to hire more women and let that be you know as it is right now brewing to me seems such like a grandfathered sort of uh industry industry where it's yeah. like you know it's passed down either through very good friendships or your dad brewed or your right or your 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 grandfather and your dad brewed um, look at Brie Burroughs, her dad, her brother, right. like that whole family. That whole family is a beer family. Yeah. Right. Um, sure. Uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's really simple. Hire people of color. I know they're filling out applications and if they're not, that's fine too. But well, you know, you know the, the thing I've heard around Kansas city is like, they're not getting those applications and really talking to Garrett Oliver at Brooklyn Brewing. He was like in 30 years, I've never had, he was that. He was, I've had people from different countries who are immigrants apply, but he's never had an African-American African apply at his brewery, which is well, in, in maybe, New York, which is crazy. Sure. Well, maybe, maybe on like a, oh, I don't know. This just seems like I don't want to paint with a broad brush. Right. But if the applications aren't coming, it's because 
the lack of interest is there. Whereas when people go get a job at Target, they're not interested in Target. They're just interested in the paycheck. But most people aren't filling out applications to be bartenders unless they already know that they can do that because they know it's a skilled job or whatever. Most people aren't coming out the highway or the street (laughs) just being able to go bartend wherever they want. You have to have a little bit of a resume. So there, there might be that intimidation there. And, you know, uh, like you, like me, clearly we're in the we're in the beer, right? We're right. probably both in the wine, whatever. We probably know right. a little bit about whiskey, right. but you know, I didn't grow up in a a black community or a Latino community because I am black and Puerto Rican. So I didn't grow up in a community of my family uh, or their immediate friends where beer was even. It just wasn't like a thing. No. Yeah. Not at all. So maybe it's a, a cultural thing at this point. Maybe right. the only people that are really talking about their palate and really trying to get into beer, you know, are people that just aren't looking like you and me for the most part. Now that well, how, how can we how can we expand that? Uh, you got to raise the interest. Uh, maybe on national levels worldwide. You know, uh, I would think it would take like a macro beer like Budweiser introducing you know commercials with black brewers instead of your bearded white guy all the time. You know, show somebody of color doing that job. But that also raises the question for me is like you know, well, it's not there. Why is it not there? And if it's not there because if it's if it's not there because of a lack of desire then I don't really give a shit. If people right. aren't filling out applications, then I'm not trying to, I mean, I don't know that I am personally taking on the job of recruiting people of color. Now, however, if for some reason when I get my own stacks and open my own brewery, Nano probably, um, I will probably seek to hire my friends immediately first. And I think that is how that could definitely uh come into play you know i've definitely been a person of hire just because they wanted to have some sort of representation of black people in their business now this hasn't been at breweries per se per se but i have you know gotten jobs because i have a resume but also like man we don't have any black people in here and when black people do come in here they fucking you know like they've got nothing to anchor to all they see is a bunch of not them and it's nice to see one of your own right. in a building, you know, whether you care about that or not, it's on a subconscious level, I think. Right. And if it were me, I would just go to my homies and be like, I need at least two of you to come bartend for me twice. a week." Right. But that goes back to what you were just saying at the very beginning though, where, where brewing and beer is something that's passed down through, whether it's through family generations or through friends or, sure. and, and if you look at a lot of these breweries as they've started up, I mean, it's a guy who's brewing beer and he brings his buddies in with him. Right. Or they all brew together. Yeah. So I think what you're talking about is the exact same thing that's happening, but just with people of color. Well, how important to, okay. So for me, it's nice to be in, like I said, it's nice to be in company of, you know, my own, but I have zero issues being amongst nobody of my own. Um, It comes down to necessity for me. Because of things like racism and bigotry, I think that there's a necessity to, yes, maybe get some more people of color within the industry. But again, if it's not like they're being held out. True. What do you do? Do you just advertise black people only apply to my brewery, you know? Uh, 
lesbian <laughs> Vietnamese people only apply to my uh, brewery. I just, I don't know how you can really create diversity yeah. in an industry in our community if it's if it's not a lack of you know bigotry because from what i'm seeing no one has an issue hiring black people in our right. community like it's, you said it, they're just not getting the applications yeah and and we we go we go back and forth with you know boulevard has advertising they advertise most of the breweries in kansas city are word of mouth and i think it's a lack of awareness that you know, not every brewery can go, can, can go do outreach, but I think some of these breweries and, and, and I was bringing alma mater and, you know, shout out to Nick. Um, you know, they're in a mostly Latino neighborhood. And I asked him, I was like, you have any Latinos coming here just to come and get a beer? He's like, rarely. So I don't, you know, I, how, do, how do you reach out to people who are, um, the minority who don't know about craft beer. How do you get those people to be like, oh, I didn't know that shit was in my neighborhood. You know, I, I don't know how to. Well, that's a market. That's a marketing question. And like, as we all know, but, but they don't, don't, they don't have the budgets for it. Unless, right? unless you're on Facebook, unless you know somebody, it's not really. Well, and Facebook isn't what it was. Well, Twitter, beer, Twitter, beer, Twitter's crazy. <laughs> I think she's running out on us. <laughs> she's, she's multitasking. Yeah, I heard a fan on. Yeah, no, I mean, again, it's about creating interest where there wasn't one to begin right. with. And if it's a matter of lack of interest, then I guess for me, I'm asking, what are my motivated goals for uh, involving more of my people into this community? For me, it's just nice to see another person. And the fact that, you know, that day that I asked you on the internet, like, is there anybody else? Because it just <laughs> yeah. hit me. I was like, am I like the only one? You know, that doesn't break my heart. It makes me feel real good, but it, it, I guess it would be really awesome if there were, there were others, you know? Well, you know, and, and that's, that's my mission is, you know, I have some plans, you know, COVID fuck off. Um, <laughs> you know, I had, right. you know, I've got, I've got people who get into spaces where it's not all white and I've had commitments from a lot of breweries in Kansas City, like, Hey, we'll give you beer to do, you know, samples just so people know, What's around them? You know what I'm saying? Which yeah, you know, and right I think now the sample thing is definitely a good idea. You know, yeah. So you know, that's there's be black events. You yeah, know, maybe yeah, yeah. Send, maybe send four cases of your beer over there to be sampled. Yeah. You know, now they're getting another product that they normally wouldn't buy, and they're like, "Man, that's awesome! That raises awareness." You're right. That would be you know, awesome. and everybody loves local. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're like, "Oh shit, that's made on 18th Street or in Lee Summit or in Raytown or in North yeah. Kansas City." You, you know what I'm saying? Everybody loves fucking local. Well, but, that's what makes tap rooms go is that neighborhood. No, absolutely. It's your bar. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what uh, uh torn label is. You walk in there. It's, yeah. it's, that's a little, it's like a hole in the wall brewery, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> it's uh dark it and dank. Yeah. It was the first uh, brewery in the crossroads. I mean, I used to travel from here in Lee summit over there just because of that. Cause yeah. I, the first time I went, in, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is shit right here," and they got good beer, and it was always the vibe was always cool. To whip, Des. One of these days, we're gonna we're gonna kidnap this motherfucker right here. And roll around. Yeah, cause he Post. he doesn't he doesn't know. I need to, I need to, I need to get Post his I need to get his game up a little bit. That'd be fun. <laughs> well, I'm definitely down for that. 
Yeah. Let me know like a couple days in advance so I can hydrate really yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're going to get, get, get a bus. Speaking of getting the game up, look, brown paper bag this time. Oh, Jack. Mystery beer. There you go. See what you got. What do we got here? Who are your favorite uh, breweries around Kansas City? Which, what, what, who are you digging? I love Crane to the moon and back. I'm a big yeah. sour person. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah, the goals for me are definitely to make sours. My favorite beer uh, locally is probably the Crane Mango Lassi. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. And then the Crane Beat Wise. Oh, that's one of my faves. And then the Crane Tea Wise. <laughs> Crane and fan then I right love there. the Love Child. I love the Love Child uh, franchise. That's really good. I know it's not popular, but I do love the Chocolate Beer uh, Boulevard. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chocolate Ale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. And I like it that it varies from year to year. I like that it's not the same thing. I like that they can't create the same thing using an ingredient like chocolate. That was four. That was weak. That was four. What you got there, Nick? <laughs> By the way, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. Ghost Town Brewings, little Nigel. Ghost Town out of Oakland, California. Little did Nigel. You, they uh, did they? Did you go out there and brew that beer? No, uh, 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 Nick Weinel. Um, shout out to Nick. He said uh, he's. I got something for you. And <laughs> he brought me that beer. I'm like, what the fuck? Nice. It's an English mild, just Here, like you. Let, let me put that up to the to the camera. The people are bringing you beers too. Thank you God. Get all you get all the little goodies. Hold that up. Oh, wow. It says Nigel. Little Nigel. Is that for you? No. <laughs> you just didn't tell people what it is. It's an English mild, just like you. No, his buddy. His, I'm not getting I'm anything not for that. It, it, yeah, it's an English mild, just like me. If you didn't know, uh, Des, I, I'm born and raised in England. Really? With a name like Nigel. Nice job. I see you. There we go. She, she knows how to do it. I'm sorry. Did you hear it? I did. No, he, 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 he has a buddy that sends him beer, and he saw that, and he sent me, he sent me uh, some of it. So I actually, I've actually been to that brewery. So you were raised in England? In London, yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So were you born there? I was. Oh, wow. So are you English by nationality? or do you Yes, yeah, so I have, a, I have a, I'm a, I'm a permanent resident. I have a green card and everything. Man, where'd your, really? where'd your accent go? I want that. I, I, I can do it any time, you know, Des. It's a are, you turning, are you turning it off for us Missourian folk? <laughs> Last you don't want to make us feel too stupid? <laughs> Last week was the first episode without a bloody hell. Yeah, generally I say bloody hell in an episode, but you haven't said anything funny yet. Well, that's true. Are, are <laughs> I, from, I used up all my mojo last week. Are your folks out there? No, my mother's Jamaican. Okay. My father's British. My stepdad's American. That's how I ended up over here. Okay. So okay. my mom lives in Dallas. My dad lives in San Antonio. And oh. my, my, my biological father is, is probably dead someplace, I'm guessing. Right. <laughs> in fact, I, he's, he's actually dead. Hey, you so. know what? Rest in peace to that guy. Yeah, rest <laughs> in peace, homie. All right. It is what it is. Thanks for Nigel. What you got there, Des? Thanks for Nigel. This is the, the Alpha Pale, the best seller at Torn Label. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, when we did together, we can. I love, I love their labels. Yeah, when we did together, we can at Diamet. Yeah, Thomas and uh, Lemos's wife are doing those art yeah. labels. They're so good. I drank the shit out of those. And Thomas is like an old school graffiti artist from around the day. He's a very talented man. Went to KCAI, all that stuff. Nice. That's why those labels are so good looking. Nick, did you uh, did we announce the beer, Little Nigel? Well, I did, but I'll say it again. It's Ghost Town Brewing, Little Nigel. 
It's an English mild, 4.9%. Uh, we, we got in trouble because I wasn't doing the uh, alcohol by volume. They want the ABV too? Yeah. Goddamn. We got the manual. Okay. Got the manual uh, listeners. 5.6. Okay, right on. Hey, uh, uh, junior, that's for you, homie. Yeah. Like, you got to please the people. Junior! Especially Junior. So, you got with uh, you got with Bree. Um, mm-hmm. She's been on. We had her she on. She has been a major help. She's been we a had, major help. Yeah, we had her on. We had uh, Courtney. We had uh, Chris from Crane. When cool. we when Because they all did the Black is Beautiful. Um, first right. of all, for, before we drunk, jump to the Black is Beautiful, what does Bree mean to you? How has she helped you? Well, I mean, to throw the obvious out there, she's just a wonderful person. She is um, awesome. But, you know, working with another woman who is a female i'm sorry just that was a double that's <laughs> another woman who's a female you just, going, you just mean it double strong <laughs> i think i'm getting fucked up uh that's no fair. i for me it meant a lot you know uh this uh industry here locally is ran by white bros and it was nice to see someone that could talk to me and had zero issues being like yeah, don't do that with your homebrew. Do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me come over and help you set up your keg system. It's all fucked up. Tony from Windship, shout out to that guy. Super Tony's nice awesome. guy came yeah. by. He I helped do. me with my uh, keg system as well. Um, but any little thing that I've ever, you know, um, she is like a, a wonderful anchor to the wildness of me trying to learn how to brew. Because, <laughs> I could call her around. That was, the clock. that was it. That was like a two. Yeah, that was whack, dude. I'm not getting girth here or death. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing. I'm not thinking about it. But no, like I could call. She would let me call her or text her around the clock whenever I'd be brewing because I have an affinity to brew at night. Everybody wants to get up at fucking eight, be brewing by eight in the morning. Not my deal. I like to start a brew around four p.m. five and brew into the wee hours of the evening. Um, and she would let me text her. I'd be like freaking out. I'd do something. Oh my God, what do I do now? And she'd always be like, calm down. Just do this. <laughs> she was honestly like a, she's younger than me, but she was like a big sister. Yeah. Of brewing and, you know, never made me feel fucking stupid. First right. of all. Um, Cause you know, I am going to ask questions. I am going to speak up because that's how I've always learned. And she never tried to make me feel small. You know, when I first started break dancing, when I first started DJing, Again, these are boys' worlds. And you come into a breakdance world where all these men are incredible. And you have your little women here and there, so whatever. But it isn't like, I mean, it's like nine to one dudes to to women in that world. And, you know, you try to get it. Or like even skating back in the day. If you like try to go skate with dudes, they'd make you feel dumb. Like, oh, yeah, you're a chick. You suck. Like, yeah, I suck. I'm new at this. I'm trying to be better. And my dad always told me growing up, he's like, if you want to be good at something, hang out with people who are doing it that are better than you. Right. So you can watch and learn. If you're just hanging out with people that aren't doing shit, then you're never going to learn shit. And she was one of those people who were doing it and they were doing it way better than I was. And she was, she never made me feel small about it. She never made me feel stupid to make, you know, idiotic, you know, freshman type uh, mistakes. She's a really legit, solid human. Oh, she, I love her. She's awesome. Yeah, she's so good. How did she, how did uh, the Black is Beautiful come about? You guys, um, you br- she brought you in to do that. She sure did. She uh, she just hit me up and asked uh, if I'd be interested in doing it. That she had me on her mind and wanted to 
get together and make that happen. So we did. And it, it came out good. I hope you guys got a can of that. It was really awesome. We, we actually had it. We had it, the windshield, we had a, a, our, the windshield first annual meeting at uh, whatever that, what's that uh, distillery up in North Kansas City? Uh, shout out to them. I can't remember. Um, uh, Restless Spirits. We yeah. were over there. Okay. And so we okay. dipped down to the brewery and uh, Alex was there. And we were drinking up some beers and he was trying to close, but he was cool about it. Then he brought out this tray of the black is beautiful. And it was From really good. Rip? Wow. Big rip? Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 So we got to taste yeah, it even really before good. it was out. Nice. I didn't I'll, I'll get you some, Nick. Nick's looking all jealous and shit. <laughs> I'm always jealous of you, Nigel. <laughs> but no, yeah. it was, yeah, it was one, it was one of the good ones. Yeah. She's a great girl. I like her a lot. Was, was learning to brew. Was learning to brew the same as like as you talked about teaching yourself to play instruments and do, and to dance and do all this? Is that the same kind of process? Did you tackle it the same way? In method, yeah. Um, my, I had a I had an orchestra teacher who was super intense about time. Super intense. Okay, you could be in the middle. <laughs> you could be in the middle of an eleven minute concerto and one person in the room would fuck up and she would stop you all and make you go to back to the beginning and (laughs) we were kids we were kids this was like eighth grade and but that what that taught me was a sequence b stay in line c if it's not perfect start over and do it again and that's okay because when you do stick it it's gonna feel like everything it's that's got to be the closest to what like maybe olympic athletes feel like like winning gold or something but my method has always been dust yourself off and try again do it again do it again do it again uh pay attention to what uh what instructions you can get your hands on and after that you know once you get it down try and see if you can venture without screwing it up you know that's awesome yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, you have a lot of uh, arrows. Is it arrows in the quill? Is that the quiver? Quiver, not the quill. What's a quill? That's a pen. <laughs> I've, I've got a quiver. Little... I, I have. I have no reason for this, but I feel like as a British guy, you should have known both of those words. <laughs> I know what a quiver. Robin Hood, <laughs> Prince of Thieves. There we go. Oh bloody hell! I wasn't there. We go. There it is. <laughs> there, it is. there it is. Hey, I'm glad I did that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, you know, that the black is beautiful movement though. Um, how crazy is that? I mean, so we had Marcus on the show, what, two episodes ago, two or three. Yeah. From uh, weathered souls in San Antonio. Okay. And, I heard that. Yeah. So he was, you know, it was crazy that he came up with the idea and his go, <laughs> he was going to do one beer at his brewery, which cracks me up. And his mentor is the brewer from Jester King. He's like, you can make it bigger. And and oh shit, it yeah, did. Yeah, he was hoping for thirty breweries. <laughs> wow, it's, it's over a thousand now, and one of the thousands is is that beer that you guys did. So, what you're saying is this was a recipe already in circulation, or well, what he so did it's, was it's, he made a basic recipe. Yeah, the basic recipe, and then you could you could riff whatever you want to do. Right. So some, some breweries just did the base recipe, like Crane's version of it, just the base recipe recipe is fucking ridiculous. Okay. I meant to bring that. No, I've had that one. Oh, did you have the Crane one? Yeah. Was that last week? Yeah, it was last was week. Was last week's that. Crane? Because I've had yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking good, girl. 
<laughs> the hairs look good. <laughs> but so yeah, you could just riff riff off of it. So um, we told him I'm getting I'm trying to round up all the ones that people did extra from Kansas City. I'm like I'm sending you all in bitches. So, so I'm I'm definitely sending y'all. So yeah. So I'm gonna you know shout you out too on on the Twitter. You know what I'm saying when I send them. Thank you. you- <laughs> so, so locally we had BKS Crane. Yeah. Big uh, rip. Big rip. Wind, wind, shift. wind shift. Wind shift. East 40. East service. 40. Uh, service. Service. Grains and taps. Grains and taps. Uh, uh, transport. Transport. Okay. Yeah. Sand Hills. Okay. Uh, uh, um, Red Crow. Red Crow. That's 10. There's, there's, I'm missing some. There's a, I, I, the last I saw was so like we, 17. So we have almost 20 brewers just locally that brewed that beer. And you know what's crazy? When we talked to... That's so cool. That's so beautiful. That that, that really is beautiful. Yes. And that makes my heart sing, you know. Say what you want about it being a white-dominated male uh, industry. It's nice to know that, you know, a third of the fucking breweries locally signed on to that because that was a huge charity event. That was, you know... In a time where people are losing money, you're giving you're giving your proceeds back to a really good cause. Oh, and diametric as well. Diamet- so let me you, ask you. Let me ask you guys we, this. We were part of the diametric one. That's that's all us. That's right. I, yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember. That's going to come out in probably another another week. Okay. Do you think this would it would have been as big and as successful as it's been any other time? Without I mean, George Floyd. No. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, we're in a different place right now. Yeah. George Floyd happened. Well, that, the that world is- shut down, so we didn't have any other distractions, right? right? There weren't sports to take away the news cycle, right? Would this have happened? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer that because we we go round around. I think the beer community is one of those communities, and that industry, at least locally, one, yeah. But I think I think nationally I as can't well. Talk for other communities, but I feel like our community is what I've heard about the industry and how crazy it can get. I haven't experienced any shitty bit of bigotry here. Thank God. Me yet. neither. But Good. I think I think ninety nine percent of the beer industry, and this is one of the things. It's like, what industry could come together and say, "Yeah, we're all going to do the same fucking thing." There's not another industry because right. it's all about yeah, the beer industry. There's competition, but ultimately, it's all craft. As in, if all three of us are cello players. We're not the same cello player. We, I was. We have, right. we, have we, we are cello player. I was. Well, I wasn't, but but I'm saying we all we all have our own style. Right. Des, I tell people this all the time. We could all take the same recipe of beer, and it might not be exactly the same. No, it's probably not them. Because no, we we might not. do some some little minute thing, and I think the beer community. I mean, even the guys from Drinking Partners. Shout out to Day and Ed from last week. They were shocked that we had 17 breweries in Kansas City. There's three in Pittsburgh that did the beer. Yeah, no, Pennsylvania. Uh, when people ask me, like, how I feel about all these breweries shooting up, I'm like, dude, the more the merrier. Don't act like we don't have the room for it, you know? Let's keep it real. This is an industry right now that's really taking off. And even in the middle of COVID, it's taking off, you know? People I mean, want that connection to their city. They want that pride yeah. element, you know? And I think and, we're lucky. We have a we have a Super Bowl win winning. Uh, oh shit! Yeah. 
We have a championship under our belt in the last five years for the Royals. Royals, yeah. I feel like we have so much pride here, and you know, to add beer to that is just another layer of kick ass. Ain't, I love this city. I ain't nobody it. bitching about how many quick trips there are. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> it's fifty eleven quick trips. Well, that's, hey, that's from Oklahoma too. Yeah. Tulsa, you're right. Is that Tulsa? It is. Yeah. It's the best. Okay, I feel like you guys seen that movie Spaceballs, right? Oh yeah. And in the Absolutely. beginning, like. Like where they're like filling up, you know, they're filling up their RV spaceship. Yes. I was like, is that how the future is going to be, man? Is it just going to be like a bunch of like quick trips in the sky, man? I think it is. I think it is. They're on to something. Quick trip has their shit together. No. They're everything. They're like a fucking mall. You can do, yeah. they got everything but clothing over there, bro, and shoes. That's Not, probably fucking Give them, give them time. Right. I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting for the first two-story quick trip. Oh, please, <laughs> Give them time. Please. We never leave. <laughs> <laughs> they put a bar in there, and you just never leave. I mean, well, yeah, you open up a microbrew right behind it. That's smart, know. though. Well, but, there's but, always fucking cops hanging out, so that's not going to be like conducive with people like drinking and driving away. Like <laughs> always, cops hanging out in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> they might have to give us a pass, dude. <laughs> So what's, you know, you talked about, you kind of touched on it. You want to open a brewery? I mean, that would be, the, that would be the, that would be the dream. I, I've heard that opening a nano brew is not worth the, the financial stress because you're never really going to make, make enough money to, you know, make it worthwhile. But I think a nano brew is the right size for somebody like me. You know, I don't know that I would ever want a big production. Right. Um, a, I don't have the money for it to begin it, and B, uh, I just like little nano brews. I think they're so cute, like Border Brew. Yeah. That size brewery. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, Beautiful. when I, I walk mean, in there, I'm like, I'm like, that's perfect. That's perfect. So when, when is it not? Brewery. When is it not nano? Yeah. What's that threshold? What's yeah? When is it not nano? Because I feel like that's most the, breweries here are fucking nano at this point. So I think there's nano and there's craft. And it's a matter of how much you yield and put out. Oh, per year, whatever. Barrels. Right. So, like macro brews are Budweiser and shit. Well, yeah. Uh, they, they don't uh, count. McCoy's was a craft brewery because it put out so many barrels a year. So, it depends right. on how many barrels you put out. If they don't have many barrels you put out, is what you are determined. And a nano is way smaller than a craft. And I like that idea. So, how many? I like, how many, I like the many, idea of having a place that I don't have to give a fuck about. <laughs> keeping up with the crowd's demands like when when that really tight beer that you like ran the fuck out if it's not a flagship you'll see it next year don't care look that, it ran that, out it ran out in four fucking days it's gone that would be that would be wind shift yeah i love that i love wind that, shift you know? he can't that motherfucker can't can but I he's always me, he can't that, make that, stuff that's gotta feel good and i think in those environments you can really home your precision to you and your taste buds you know when you're not yeah. having to cater and you're not having to be there for legitimate financial reasons when it's just like a fun project to you and it's a small enough project that you could contain and you can flip around without having to meet the demand of supply and demand and you don't have to worry about people being mad about it like hey you got mad that your favorite beer wasn't there i'm sorry that's terrible it'll be here next year yeah um yelp about it all you want but you know what i can still pay my bills whether you show up or not but I, but I got this other thing you can drink as well <laughs> 
Right. You but I have this saying? other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm, yeah. I'm going to come work for you, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're, when you're playing around and you're brewing and you're, you're, you're goofing with your flavors, you get what you, is it for you? Yeah, for sure. I love fruit. I'm no, no, no. I mean, but it's, is the flavor, is that for you? Or are you hoping, I mean, do you, nah. do you care more about your own taste yeah. or what yeah. other people are drinking? Yeah, because I got two taps in my house. And if I have to have a keg of something sitting around, I have to like it. Right. And I'm shooting for the stars when it comes to my flavor taste. And I'm always doing something that I'm not used to being familiar working with. Uh, that peach colch, I've never made a colch before. And I've never worked with fruit outside of the banana. And the banana was easier. Um, but the fruit, the, the, the peach was different. I had to, I had to take a, a couple of different methods to get that peach. Uh, it's not really a flavor that comes out no matter how much you use, you know, you killed it though. Yeah. For a five gallon batch, I used two and a half pounds. <laughs> right. She was so fire I mean, though. Yeah. So, okay. So this begs the question, what's on your two taps right now? Uh, I just crushed and it just tapped like a few, uh, like a week ago. I did an Irish red ale. I do one every year. Like I do it every year. It is my, it is honestly my favorite. It's so not fun to anybody, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's my favorite thing to brew because it's one of my favorite, um, it's one of my favorite holidays. And I, I'm pretty sure like my brother did a 23 and me saying he was like 20% <laughs> Irish. So I feel connected. It's not appropriation. <laughs> It's not appropriation. <laughs> so is, is, really, your, I love a, I love an Irish trail. I just I just uh, tapped an Irish trail. I haven't. What's your What's your favorite style? You have to a favorite make style? Or to drink. To drink. To drink. To drink uh, yeah. I love a sour brown ale. A sour brown. Mm-hmm. Like a huh? first beer, first sour beer I ever had in the whole world was out at Fort Collins uh, in New Belgium, and they gave me La Folie about uh eight or nine years ago and i was brain flipped uh, whoa wow. eight and a half, <laughs> eight, and a half. <laughs> eight and a half bitches yeah. <laughs> yeah that was a good one i feel like if des gives you an eight or higher you've earned it yeah but i mean you got you got depth girth and volume yeah, yeah. And i, I might have leaned in a little bit <laughs> you gotta judge yeah you gotta judge on certain yeah, categories yeah. nick one more last one, one more, more. Look at that. Another oh, dang. Y'all just give that over here. Here, 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 here. here. <laughs> Let me just, just throw it through the camera. That, that, might be, might, that might be the next thing for the podcast. When we get a guest, <laughs> right. we send you beers in right. a brown paper bag. Let's do. What do we got here? Barrel-aged narwhal, an imperial mm. stout from Sierra Nevada. Oh, yeah. Now, now here's, that's my question. Is Sierra Nevada, is it too big now for the craft beer world? They still kill it. They still kill it. Torpedo. They still kill it. What are you yeah, cracking over have, there? They, they have one of the best pale ales ever. And that's yes. one essential go-to. Yes. And, and it's, it's so consistent. They, yes. were one of my, they were one of the first. They weren't the first, but they were one of my first craft beers. Right. Before I even knew what the fuck a craft beer was, it just wasn't a Budweiser or a Modelo right. or, you know, a Keystone Light. Hey, look, look. look. What Keystone did you Light got me through college. Des, what you crack over there? What you got? Is that I number two or is that number three? I'm still sticking to the alpha pale. Oh, I could have swore I heard a pop. <laughs> oh. oh, no, that was him. My bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want my? Did you just give me the horse thing? He's like, like I was. Said, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I might have pregame before the show. <laughs> but seriously, uh, the drinking partners—they're—they're they're gonna be contacting you. They want—they—they they want you on their show. 
I don't know if they want me. I drink, I drink, and I smoke, and I cuss. So I'm a lot. Uh, you're gonna fit right in. Do yourself a favor. Go subscribe to the podcast by the Drinking Partners. They, okay. Trust me. We're, you're gonna fit in. We're all family. <laughs> <laughs> They're the most awesome dudes. I heard the Fresh Fest was. Um, did you did you go did you no, digitally participate? No, because I had a full Saturday. But my friends were so glad that I that I introduced them to Fresh Fest because they did it digitally this year because you couldn't do it on. Um, do you know anything about Fresh Fest? Heck no, but I want to. So, so last year, like, that was like digital. It's like a digital. This year was this digital. Year. So I'll tell you what it was. Last year, I discovered a Drinking Partners podcast. There's okay. a couple of comedians out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. They're in the beer. Well, two years ago, they started Fresh Fest. So basically, it's 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 the quote unquote first black beer festival, right? Um, Dang, why don't I know about this shit? I'm so, black. So, so this was the thing. So I go up there, I get VIP. So on Friday, yeah, yeah, they did a, they did a symposium. The first symposium was diversity in craft beer. We were in this hotel. Um, then we, we took a break, we went downstairs to the hotel bar and I got to meet all these. When I walked into this, into this, uh, conference room, it was the most black people I'd ever seen that love craft beer. Love and, that. and they might've been bloggers, drinkers, brewery owners, um, journalists, all run the gamut black craft beer. So I go downstairs and I meet Day and Ed and I'm like, this is the, it was surreal. And then the next symposium was they got, there's probably, I don't know, 50 black breweries in, in the United States. They probably had 30 of them there. So the, the second symposium was, so you want to, you want to um, open a brewery. Here are the people, this panel of who, has done it, asked the questions. So then right. that night, they did, they did a v, VIP bottle share, the most oh, ridiculous um, bottle share I've ever been to in my life. Off the table, I bet. Yeah, it was, I had to leave. I was like, mm-mm, because I wanted to go to a Pittsburgh Steelers preseason game because <laughs> my hotel was right. across from, from Heinz Field. I was trying to do all the things. Right. So Saturday, day of the festival, they did a, a uh, VIP brunch. So they had four chefs. They had this VIP area. They they were cooking right right there in front of you, and wow. every table had these uh, high top tables with buckets of beer from all the breweries that were there. Wow! Then they started the festival. Wow. <laughs> what? Then they start oh the festival. God. No, no, hold on. Before they started the festival, and then then they had the live their live podcast, um, uh, drinking partners, and it was Garrett Oliver. You know who Garrett Oliver is, right? Just good. Uh, he's he is the most famous black person in beer. Easily, I will Google it right now. Yeah, you need to read all his books. Okay, I'm telling you, Tony 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 from Winship loves him. And I t- when when the podcast was over, I said, Garrett, I need to take a picture because my homeboy Tony loves you. I took a picture and immediately sent it to Tony. He about shit his pants. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, he's he is. Uh, he you need to like know. He- he looks like he'd be like uh, Hootie and the Blowfish guy, Demarcus, whatever his name is, like older brother. <laughs> Hunter So they, we do the festival, and of course, I didn't drink that much beer. That's where I, that's why I met um, the guys from Weathered Souls, uh, who did Black is Beautiful. Right. That's why I met those guys. They they do some of those the most wonderful styles. It was more than a beer festival, and it wasn't all black, but it was homebrew and professional brew. But it was wow. three thousand people. Wow. It was huge. 
And then, the, then it was music, 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 and then uh, Nappy Roots was the headliner. Okay. <laughs> and then on Sunday, cool. then on Sunday, I got to go to the Brewers Brunch because I was VIP like I do. Hey-o. And I met all the movers and shakers. It was, it was the most ridiculous thing. So this year, it was supposed to be last Saturday, so they did the DigiFest instead. Instead, I had a whole posse coming. I had bought like five VIP tickets. I was like, we going to Pittsburgh, bitches. <laughs> so, wow. so, so, so next year, I got a ticket for you. Okay. Let's go. It's, it's, so, it's the most ridiculous. It, literally, you know, if I'm going to rate I'm my in. beer festivals, I'm in. I, I would go Fresh Fest, that pastry town that I went to in, in New York in, in March. And then right after that, there's several beer fests in Kansas City that are, you know, I, I love, I love Nano, you know, I love Lost Township. It's, right. it's, it blew me away. It was a watershed moment for me to see that many. I, I had no, I had no idea. Cause you know, here in well, Kansas City, you well, don't yeah. see black people in the breweries. Well, that's what I'm saying. It goes back to the question you asked me, like, how do you get, you know, this industry, you know, with a little bit more diversity? Well, I mean, clearly we like beer as a community. Right. On, on many, everyone likes beer, right? I don't know. I don't know a culture on earth that doesn't like beer. Exactly. But we're talking like, I mean, Sumerians. I guess were the ones who invented this. You know. You know who made the first beer? Women. women. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Priestesses. They. You, yes. They, not, they weren't allowed to make. Only female priestesses were allowed to make and bless the beer. Right. So those were women of color. Those were women of color. So it's interesting to me that this culture belongs no longer to us, at least here. You know, we're really good at at appropriating things for ourselves. Let me just say that. Is that that a surprise to you guys? (laughs) No, not at all. But yeah, no, that's that's really cool, and I, I'd love to go because yeah, that again, like I don't need to see a bunch of my humans amongst me all the time, but it would be wild and fantastic to see it because oh, it was, I don't because I don't like you said we just don't see that very right, often. right. It is but, it is rare. So to go to three thousand, you know, yeah, minus yeah, fifty yeah. or a hundred people, yeah. that, it'd be like. I'm yeah. bugging out. This is great. I love this. I didn't know I needed this till I saw this type shit, you know? Yeah, that sounds awesome. So, yeah, g- um, get your game up on, on Garrett Oliver. Um, he, oh, just start- he, just, he just started the Michael Jackson Foundation, which is not that Michael Jackson. There was this guy. He was a brewer, um, and he just started the scholarship for people of color. If, okay. you wanted to, if you wanted to go to, like, one of these – beer educational schools they're giving scholarships wow to do this um that's really cool we're gonna get garrett i can get garrett on this show we're gonna get him on the show um he's an, i've met him tw- i met him there twice. are no limits to the beers with nigel Pockets. i met i met him at fresh fest he was a great guy i saw him six months later in new york in in in, in brooklyn and i said and he was like what up and he <laughs> talked to me and i was like just a really cool ass guy I went to he's the head brewer at brooklyn brewing Okay. I went to I went to Brooklyn Brewing. I was like, "Where's Garrett? He's not here." <laughs> but yeah. he's a, he's he's written like three or f- three or four books. He's one of nineteen Master Cicerones in the world. Wow! I'm gonna say he's the only one. He's yeah. a what? Why why are you hiding in burps? 
Oh man, it's just I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a natural thing. Naturally, yeah. Like, the smell, the smell is not going to come through here. You're good. Fair, fair. You don't, you, you don't have to hide the smell. It's not smell vision. Hey, so you are now, you know, as you step into the the big role mm. at Torn Label. Yeah. What are some new goals for yourself? How are you going to announce your presence with authority? <laughs> By respecting their authority first. Uh, I go into their house. That's their gear. That's their money. That's their everything. I, I announced my authority first by showing up and showing that I'm there to play ball. You know, I'm not there to, you know, just run with it. You know, Travis is an incredible person, you know, and he's basically told me as soon as you feel comfortable on this system and you want to start making beers, Talk to me about it. Tell me your plan. We'll make it happen. He's Fuck yeah. so fucking rad. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But right now, I just need to learn <laughs> right. the plumbing. So when in their brewery, they've got all this shit. And they've yeah. got all this, like, I learned what a manifucking fold was this goddamn weekend. And I didn't know what a manifold was. I didn't have to. And he was like, you know, when it's perpendicular and it attaches to another pipe and all this like maze of pipes that all connect all the things. And so um, for me, first things first, learn my instrument. Okay. Right. There you go. Right. Learn we, my know you, instrument. We, we know you're good at that. Yeah. You, you don't go forward. You know, I always tell myself, I don't practice on stage. So I won't be making a beer there till I completely fully understand right. what i'm you doing you know it's right. like if you ever made an egg and you made it in the wrong pot and you didn't know it was the wrong pot to make an egg and you made your egg in that pot for 16 years and you finally got a nice saute pan that was non-stick <laughs> and you're like i've been fucking this egg up the whole time because i was using <laughs> the wrong shit so yep. yeah i want to learn my my medium first and get that down to a science. I want it back of my hand uh, knowledge. And then moving forward, uh, you know, I don't know that I'm going to swing for the hills. At I don't know that I can say that now. Now, if I had to make a beer now, it would be very pedestrian. It would be something that I know that can sell and that I know that people would like. But who knows? I might feel differently about that once I learn how to right. uh, completely understand their uh, mechanics there. It's like it's like my homeboy tells me you can't you can't break the rules till you know the rules. Right, that's yeah. real shit right there. Yeah, you yeah. cannot. <laughs> or you shouldn't, because my thing is, you know, if I'm gonna look like a fool, I'm gonna look like a fool who was well read and shit. Oh, absolutely. Happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It, it should because, happen to the best of the best of the most knowledge. You know? Oh, I mean, high, as, highest up. Yeah, but as many as I many. I don't want to go in there yeah. cocky. You know, half half well, half writ, half half read on something. Like, yeah, 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 I'm ready. I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm a big wig. You know, they're not needing me to come out anytime soon and make beers. They already have their shit together on, on it. They're, they're not. Right. They're not. They're not thirsty for new flavor right now. You know, they have so many amazing. Uh, they have a great menu. They're they're doing fine. And, and, yeah. and let's keep it real, Nick. Um, assistant <laughs> brewer. That's a lot of cleaning. <laughs> Green out. Green out. Man. But you know what? I ain't mad at you, girl, because uh, I I envy you because that's where I want to be. I, I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I want to be a brewer, but I love the process. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, I love the whole work. thing. Yeah, it's a it's lot of work, physical. but you know what? My it's Jamaican physical. mother, my Jamaican mother taught me how to fucking clean. 
So I'm perfect right. for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just like hearing her talk because I love how you attack everything like it's a new instrument. Like you're just, yeah. I see that. I like that. I'm going to learn how to play it. Yeah, basically. I like what I like what sounds come out of there. I like what they're doing with it. What can I do with that? What can I apply that to that? What I'm already looking towards, you know, uh, when I first started learning how to produce music digitally, one of the things that one of my instructors had me do was recreate a song which is just like learning a recipe. He was like, I don't want you to do anything. I want you to listen to the song and I want you to recreate the entire song based on what you hear, exactly as you hear it. Only do that. It's harder than you think because you always want to like improvise this, that, and the other. But what that teaches you is to isolate the components and know the components for what they do and how long they are and all this other stuff. And beer is no different. Uh, Cooking is no different. Dancing is no different, you know? Everybody has their own, yeah. Everybody has their own expression. Mm -hmm. We all have our own expression. We could all try to do the same beer. It's not going to be the same. No. And what was crazy is uh, that instructor, when he would have you do a song, he'd have the whole class do the song. Wow. And, it w- and everyone's version <laughs> wow. would be different. Yeah. Even yeah. though maybe uh, time-wise it was all the same, because right. you, know, you can't really stray from time and have it be the same, because this whole thing was like, it's got to be the same. You right. know, if, you're, if that guy's on a 4-4, then you're on a 4-4, you know? <laughs> and you work within those parameters, so, yeah. I hope, I just hope I can make those guys proud. I hope that I'm somebody that, uh, they enjoy to work with and they know they can count on me more than anything. Well, I, I have no doubt you're going to be successful. I don't know, I don't know you that well, but the times I've interfaced with you and had your beer, I was like, yeah, she, she's, she knows what the fuck she's doing. So, I, and, and you're one, and you're one of those people you're, you know, yeah, but you know what though? Yeah. Nobody, there's nobody has mastered brewing. Let's keep it real. Right. So, but you, you're going to bring some different, different ideas to the table even just just keep it real just culturally you're gonna bring some different shit to yeah man what- you guys got a you guys got a black puerto rican <laughs> maybe maybe 20 percent irish person brewing beer for you guys right, right i mean even <laughs> even i'm even super when- homo i'm a homo like i bring all these all these like hashtags to Right, all, 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 all the hashtags. I'm, I'm filling up all those diversity uh, slots at a Torn Label. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they, they got it all in one person. Check, 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 check. So who's, who's going to take your place in the tap room? Oh, I'm still in the tap room. I'm not giving that up. That's too fun. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I yeah. like working with those people. Yeah. Our clientele is really neat. You know, yeah. we have a lot of great regulars. Yeah. Now, now you're making me tired. Just think about how much you're working. If you're doing the tap room and assistant brewer, <laughs> T- tell them, yeah. Des, ta- tap room is not really like work. I mean, it is for me. Uh, is it? Because, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of hours. When you, come, when you come into the tap room, the tap room itself is small. But that brewery is large, and that's a lot of walking. And luckily for me, I love the way that they have their lines and their kegs set up because where you pour from, right behind there, oh nice, is the whole fucking uh, the storage uh, cold. Yeah. The, yeah. So it's really that's- simple in the fact that I'm not uh, having to take a six barrel from a walk-in from right. 400 feet away and right. drag it. Cause right. I've had those brewery jobs where they didn't give you a dolly or nothing. And everyone else was carrying kegs with their bare hands. So you better too. So <laughs> yeah, 
and in that in that sense it's pretty it's pretty decent but i mean i mean i'm 42 years old um what's what's that mean what's that mean i mean just being on my feet for seven to eight hours hurts you gotta get the right shoes girl Let's just pretend I'm just standing there looking pretty. I'm not even pouring a beer. I'm not walking around. I'm not busting tables. I'm not taking the trash out. Let's pretend I'm not even doing that. Just standing for eight hours is a lot for my back. Proper footwear you, 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 you got to get the right shoes. You need, you, need, you need to get some nurses, some, of the, some of them nurses' shoes. You got to get them nurses' sketchers. <laughs> I have what they call plantar fasciitis. Oh, shit. Like, no. my bones, yeah. I feel like my bones are pushing through paper. They're about to be like, boop. Yeah, well, yeah. well that'll, that'll, that'll cure it. That'll feet, cure it. Man. Oh, yeah, right? Just, like, push them all through. So, so yeah, Des. No, it's great. It's great. As, as, got, we wrap this, as we wrap this up, are you, are you on the social medias? I sure am. Where, where, where can we find you? Uh, Instagram. Uh, on the gram, folks. I'm on the gram. Uh, you can just look up my actual name, Des Jones, Nareda Jones. It'll all come up. Uh, you don't want my Facebook. I might say something you don't like politically, uh, <laughs> but that has nothing to do with my beer. Instagram's a really good place to see like all the work that I do. Are you not on the Twitters? I'm on Twitter as well. Yes, absolutely. We need to follow you on Twitter. That was that was a one. That burp was a. One. You know what? It would have been better if she hadn't hit it. I know. Yeah, I know. It's such a habit. No, no, yeah, you're, you're so polite. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I actually have two questions for you guys. What's that? All right. I'm going to flip this real quick. Um, I'm going to ask each one of you, and you guys can take your time answering whoever wants to answer first. But the first question is, what was the first beer that you ever had, and you looked at it, and it was like a romance? Like, holy shit. Ooh, romance. It was like a, ooh, wee girl beer. And second uh, question, what's your sign? Um, I'll go first. All right. I'd probably say Miller High Life. Okay. Really? The champagne of beers. Goddamn right. Girl on the moon. You looked at, that, <laughs> you looked at the champagne of beers and was like. Well, you know, I'm a little older than you. Mm-hmm. And in high school, you know, we drank. We drank a little. I'm 10 years, 12 <laughs> years older than you. That's fucking rude. 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 That's, that's my role, by the yeah. way. So uh, um, I see gray hair everywhere. We're all old. Yeah, it's, it's all good. You know, old is relative. I'm seasoned. Yeah. There's hey, a I made it. I could have died. Yeah. I didn't die. I'm Hello. fine. That's Hello. That's rule number one. Don't you're die. Like, you got old. I'm like, good luck. How old are you, 27? Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know that you're going to make it to 42. Good luck. <laughs> Let's keep it real. I would never have guessed you as 42. Hey, I'll be 43 in November. Just yeah, I would, I would never have guessed that. I thought you were like probably 30, to be honest oh. with you. Thank you. Anyway. I like you so much more. <laughs> <laughs> Miller High Life was kind of my jam. Okay. Um, at, as a youngster. Um, I'm a Pisces, so. Aww, I, you know, I'm a you're combi- a water sign. I love yeah, that. I'm a combination of all the signs, so wow. I'm, I'm, that, I'm that motherfucker. You are a human satellite, my friend. <laughs> you absorb, you absorb oh, so much shit, whether you like it or not. Oh, absolutely! I know. Always I know receiving, it. baby. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. That's me. You get a lot of shit orbiting you. That's really <laughs> a lot of bullshit. <laughs> right around my. <laughs> lot of motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, the the ro- getting romantical about a beer. Now I'm gonna say, yeah. you know, look, look Keystone Light. Get the high life here. that got me through college, but that's not my. That wasn't. You know no, what I'm what's saying? the first beer you looked at, and you're like, God, wow. You know what I'm gonna say? We. Boulevard Dark Truth Stout. Wow, wow. that's real. That's <laughs> real. 
that motherfucker went beer. hard in the paint. I mean, that's a good fucking beer. I mean, that one, yeah, that, can that, I, that can got I, me. Can I amend my answer? Yes, <laughs> yes, go ahead. I'm going to amend my answer, even though I was already in the craft. Um, Young's double chocolate style, I still oh, fucking Oh, that, that is one of my all-time favorites. I have, I have a recipe so that I'm going to brew at one point at, at uh, Tony's place at Windshift. We haven't done it yet, but that beer, I mean, I would hunt for that beer. And maybe, maybe I guess I got, I guess I, I guess I love more than one. Well, yeah, Samuel Smith's organic. Just like women, just like women, just like. Oh God, I hate you can't women. Can't just right love now. one. <laughs> a Samuel Smith's oatmeal stout is a great, is another favorite. Oh, yeah. Samuel Smith's. Yeah. Samuel Smith's. The organic okay. one, yeah. Before yeah, but, I, before I go off on a Samuel Smith tangent, because they open <laughs> to fruit beer, they're the only brewery that I know of that I've had fruit beer from, like yeah. legitimate a fruit ale, the legitimate fruit ale. Um, what what is your uh, sign, my friend? Leo. I just oh, had my forty fifth. The lion. Last lion. last week. Last week was forty five. I love that. <laughs> I surround myself with Leos. Oh, there you shit. go. When's it's your not birthday? On purpose. It's not on purpose. When I mean, is your When is your birthday? I'm a Scorpio, and I crave a other water signs and b power signs. And Leos are fucking power signs. I like people that can hold their own. I don't. I think underneath it all, like I love I love people who are a little bit timid they're fine in my life but i am attracted <laughs> am and i, I surround uh, i surround myself <laughs> with people who are strong yeah. right and they're I'm sure just obnoxious i don't know about strong obnoxious is, is a better word I, I bet you i bet you have a nice sense of self though i bet you're okay with who you are yeah, i'm all right i am now See? Yeah, like right like, like right right this moment like he's good right now <laughs> <laughs> maybe not uh, well, what good, is your I'm handle not. on twitter uh, are we friends on Twitter? I you don't even know your. Do you even post on Twitter? My handles, my handles are really stupid and long on all of my social media for the for the reason that I usually don't ever want to tell people because I, oh, I, I get afraid that someone's going to follow me. That was like a six, me. six point five. It's just, no, I just uh, I, I want to blow you up on Twitter because beer Twitter is fucking legitimate right now. Oh, that de- dead. God, God damn it! <laughs> it's so simple. It's see, pretty simple. See, can say mix. Sequence with a C, not a SE. I'm see. I'm old and my glasses aren't working. <laughs> you ain't that. You can't see that. It's a little fuzzy. Quince mix. Quince mix. You could probably. I'm gonna ask you guys right now. Uh, what 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 is you guys on here? Is it just Nigel Beers? Uh, beers with Nigel. Beers with Nigel. Yeah. Nigel. Nigel. Yeah. 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 So my mother probably. I'm following you now. And I am I am at Peanut Parker. I'm following you now, Peanut. Peanut Parker. <laughs> yeah, Peanut. <laughs> Damn it! I just got a you got a I got a bad nickname. This is my co-host. Damn it! Damn it! Peanut Parker. <laughs> Look at that, bud. There we We're go. <laughs> there we go. Oh my goodness! Yep, you're done. Kick ass. Yeah, I like Twitter. Um, I always like again. I'm always like a little hesitant about the social media thing. Uh, I really need to be off of it. I'm way too opinionated and I got feelings and shit. And, you know, I get, I get, I get, I get roused very easily. I recently went uh, float tripping and I didn't look at my phone for three days and I was like, God, I feel so I bet like, you felt good. not anxious about anything. Yeah. I just, yeah, we went to the, we went to the woods and we just shut it all out, you know, but it was nice. t- Twitter, Twitter is the place to go because Facebook is stupid. Yeah. Facebook is a lot. It's it's too much. So there's not so, a day that I don't open it up and I'm like not like this. 
Oh my God. Well, what am I at? Let's just say this COVID world has made Facebook worse. Wow. Yeah, it was terrible before. What are you talking about? Right, right. But it's worse. If y'all thought the 2016 elections made the world fucked up, COVID took it to another level, bro. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers. People was lit. are out here pissed. Wild it out. Everything, man. <laughs> oh my God. This has been Des, this has been fucking awesome. Well, thank you. I knew it. Really I knew. Great. I knew I it would be. To have, you guys had me on here. Thank you. I, I've been. I've been a fan of yours since the first day I fucking met you. I was like, you rolled up in the ZZ Hops. I was like, we got a sister up in here. Goddamn right. It's fucking. Well, real cute. talk. When I saw you at um, that Lee Summit uh, ZZ Hops brew thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, one book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like what I was saying. Like, I don't care, but it is right. nice. I'm like, oh, ooh, no. I mean, the last, that's the last, base, baby. Yeah, the last Nano, no, the last Parkville. And I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. I can walk into a room and I'm, yeah, I don't give a fuck who's in there. I'm gonna drink right. a beer. I'm gonna make right. friends. Um, mm-hmm. I, I could be a Pied Piper. That's what I fucking do. But if I see some black folks, mm-hmm. I remember it fucking. Uh, at uh, Parkville, I was like, "Ooh, black people!" And we were, it was like slow motion. We run, run into each other. We, we like run into the, you've the fields. You seen the, you seen the faith on the face on the page on the Facebook page. Yeah, that one that group of people. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, black people," because I, it's like it's, it's, the, it's still it's still an anomaly to see black people at beer fest. It it's is like the lemurs, you know, when they stand up and they're like, "Oh." You know, I, you know, I love me some, look, I'm a, I'm a PBS nerd. I love me some lemurs. You know how they stand up on all these like people? My little ass and shit. I'm making That's a note. That's how I feel. I love me some lemurs. <laughs> lemurs are so cute. Fuck. Hey, thank right. you so much for coming on, and congratulations uh, on, the new, on the new gig. That is fantastic news. And of course. for Kansas City. Nick, we love you. Love your show. I we'll, appreciate we'll be, you guys look, as soon as it, We'll probably put this out in a couple of days. I'm going I'm to blow you up on Twitter. Um. Like I said, the drinking partners, they want you. As hey, a, as send them my way. I'd love to hear about them. And anytime you guys need a fill-in guest, hit me up. This was fun as fuck. They're all fill-in, technically. Yeah. I, 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 I plan on next time being uh, drunk. Ooh. 8.7. Finish you. strong. Look, I, look. 8.8, 8.8. That was okay. an 8.8. Apparently, I need, I need your approval on my burps. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's just seeking your approval. I am. That's, that's all it is. <laughs> Hey. I can't. I can't wait till our beer comes out on at Diametric. It's almost there. Um, they just put the coffee in it. We're thinking probably another seven days. Okay. I think that's going to be the, one of the most legit ones in the city because it's got so much shit in it. Layers, I, th- I think Marcus uh, Baskerville from Weather Souls will be proud. <laughs> well, just mail him some. I'm. 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 I'm rounding up all the Kansas City ones. Oh, that's so and I'm, I'm I want to do that. I want to do that too. I was telling myself, I'm like, I need to get out to every brewery that yeah. made this shit. I'm I just going. I'm just going with the ones that, that that did some extra special ones because there's several beers, several breweries that haven't done anything to them, which is fine. Okay, they just um, But I want to send him the ones that did the, the adjuncts and that sort of thing. So, right. except Crane, Crane just crushed the original recipe. Um, I heard they boiled it for like six hours. That is maybe the best stout I've had yeah, in a it's, long, they, long time. We it was, bo- we boiled, it was near perfect. We boiled the one diametric. They must have had to add a lot of water to boil that shit for six hours. Well, they just wanted it. It's thick and stouty. And it's just it's big. Yeah. You know, because when we did the one at diametric, because we start fools, we started at 5 p.m. Okay. And then... You know, some of the guys couldn't stay. I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to hang out for the duration. And we boiled it for four hours because they wanted to do six hours. I'm like, let's do four. Um, and I was there until 3.30 a.m. But I didn't care. Sure. I, I took the next day off, 
I stayed and cleaned. I did all the things. I'm like, God damn it. I got these motherfuckers to show up. I'm not going to leave. Why, that would be rude. So, Sean was like, you can go. I'm like, shout out to Sean from Diametric. I wasn't going to leave, son. Shout out, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Sean. Look, look, shout out, shout out to Junior. Let's shout do one more Junior. junior. We sign off. <laughs> hey, man, you guys know how good it feels to have your name shouted out on the radio or some this, shit. This You're is like, true. <laughs> Trust me, Junior is going to – how many times we shout out to And a long-distance dedication to Garrett. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Garrett Oliver, we love you. We, look. I want to read one of your books. I yeah, gotta just my, I got to get my weight up, apparently. That, hey, it's he's the motherfucker to follow. I'm telling you. All right. You know, anyway. We love you, girl. We appreciate it. Thanks Thank for coming you. on. Thank you. We will talk soon. Yeah, we will. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Beers with Nigel. Where can you find us? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much any of your favorite podcast apps. You can even tell Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast. And if you want to watch video, check Vimeo.com uh, slash Woody1966. I need Woody? to change that to Beers by Nigel. You d- you d- Woody? Woody, W-O-O-D, uh, Woody1966. I'm going to change that to Beers, beers with, with Nigel. Nigel, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's the that's the thing. The video version is, you know, you get to see all the. And if you get a chance, whatever podcast app you use, give us a review. Right. Let us know. <laughs> Subscribe. I'll review this one only. <laughs> Five stars. Ah, there we go. There we go. We'll talk to everybody. Next hey, time. we appreciate it. Peace. All right, peace. You have been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network, and it's available on your favorite podcast apps. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beers with Nigel.